Brandon, we had a fun weekend. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We had such a fun weekend. <laughs> yep. It was very busy, but it was very fun. You had a. It was busier for you. It sure was. Um. Uh. Yeah. Definitely busier for you. But yeah. it, it was fun for me to be, tag along for that. Yeah, we had a uh, fun time. It was a fun time. And if you don't know what we're talking about, it's because uh, you weren't there for the Pursuit School Dances production of Beauty and the Beast. But we did shout it out last week with Cole. Oh, we did shout out, and we did post. Uh, yeah, you might have seen a little story involving well, something, it. something in the yeah. Instagram stories. So what, me and Joe are trying to say, I think we deserve at least 5% of the earnings that uh, Pursuit School of Dance got from those tickets. Me, I think I deserve 5% of the <laughs> earnings that Pursuit got from those tickets. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was really good show, by the I way. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate it. It was. My, My wife and Becca put a lot of work into it. And so. oh, they no, it. you were the one that did all the heavy lifting. I, mean, I did do all the heavy lifting. Yeah, they did, exactly. You know, the physical heavy lifting. Yeah, the literal heavy lifting. Yeah, they get all the credit too. It's right. It's like the they worst. get all these like little end of school year like gifts and cards and notes and whatnot. Flowers. They have flowers. You get nothing. Flowers. What do I get? Not a thing. Not, Not a thing. thing. You yeah. did get to dress up as the beast. I you sure did. did. And you got to dance a lot. Do you but, get to keep the costume? Oh uh, yeah. Do you really? You gonna be using it? That's pretty I mean, good. Maybe. Don't tell Jameson that. He'll try to take it. Well, I believe you. <laughs> he loved it. He's he's really into Beauty and the Beast right now, so he was pretty he's pretty jacked. Honestly? Hadley didn't take her eyes off the stage the whole time. That was the biggest compliment that I think I got whenever you told me that because that girl doesn't listen to anything for longer than three seconds. No. She danced. She, you know, she was wow. she was really digging it. Dude, and my favorite thing about it too is Typically, about two weeks into Michaela working on her shows and everything, I get fed up with whatever music it is that she's listening to because mm-hmm. it's all we hear for like four months. Beauty and the Beast never gets old, never get tired of it. I could listen to that soundtrack all day, every day. It's yeah. so good. Even the like the uh, remake that Disney made with all the live action, like the, obviously they used a lot of the same music, but um, like some of the pieces that they wrote into yeah. it like evermore i evermore think it's a great slaps. it slaps it's fantastic it is oh my okay so <laughs> the guy's voice is like weird like yeah once you get past that great it's weird almost like in a good way <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, it makes sense because of the, the, his whole mouth situation but like what right. dude we i could nerd out over musicals at some point cole we, we would could, love that we, we should call him out <laughs> <laughs> we could have a whole musical episode but i love the fact that they finally gave the beast his i want song yeah, yeah. and like it's such the perfect song where it, like it really does trail his entire journey and like and i was that, talking to michaela that the other dude's day voice about is just like dan stevens butter, yeah butter, it, dude. it's eerie honestly ugh, dude we could i could talk about this for way too long they did emma watson so wrong casting her in that role love her to death yeah putting her on like on film in a musical with Josh Gad, Luke Evans, and Dan Stevens, who all have like careers that involve singing as well. Yeah. And then like th- the problem is, is yes, they auto-tuned Emma Watson's voice. I get it. But they made it too perfect. And that's why. That's my only critique it. of the entire, like even ever, evermore. Like, yeah, that movie is, has the most auto-tune out of any Disney movie 100%, that I've ever heard. 100%. It's like he does not have vibrato to his voice because it's been like... Yeet. Yeah, he can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have y'all heard Luke Evans sing uh, his cover of Shares, If I Could Turn Back Time? Dude, it's so good. Mm. It is so good. I, I just Somehow I, I came across it on Spotify and I'm going... This is Gaston? This is, <laughs> this is Gaston? This is making me emotional. Like, I don't know why. This is great. 
You know what else made me emotional was uh, that that old church pew that had at the back of the oh, auditorium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't hear it, but I know you heard it. Uh, so we had all of our we had a lot of people from church there. They're all piled up in the back. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get the kids seats. So me and Wes are like, "Hey, we're gonna sit on that church pew back there." And Wes sits down. I sit down, and the pew like tried to be all extra and right. made a sound that echoed throughout the entire room. <laughs> so I was like, the disrespect. <sighs> like, I'm not going to sit here. And so uh, one of the kids ended up moving down. So I went and sat next to Katie. But then I saw this family come in. Mm. And they were kind of, you know, sure, plus size like myself. But like the whole family was. Yeah. And I saw them make a beeline for the pew. And I was like, no. <laughs> it's a trap. No, don't do it. You know, I'm like, but I couldn't get to them. And Right in the middle of one of the little dance numbers, I hear, Ooh. and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a win for me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. That was uh, that was uh, that was a win. Yeah, did honestly. Uh oh. So I wasn't ready. <laughs> what? So I wanted to give one more thing that made me emotional. I apologize. Yeah. I took that moment from you. Yeah, something that makes me emotional is whenever I think about. The incredible prices of comics at Crypto Comics. <laughs> they, <Bro>. do make, <laughs> they do I make. I walk in there I'm like there's, there's no way these cop these are the best comic prices in town. And Rocky's like, why are you crying? And I'm like, because they like I could not imagine going to anywhere else in Powell, Tennessee. Yeah, and getting better prices on comics. I wish we in had the surrounding Knoxville area. I, I wish we had their address so we could tell everybody where it's at. Thirty-five eighteen. No, uh, three five one three West Emory Road, oh, Powell, Tennessee. There it is. Uh, not eight three, but one three. Yeah. Uh, and their phone number is eight six five nine three eight nine five two eight. I have it God. inscribed on the inside of my eyelids. This at this man's point. a professional. Got it tattooed um, on his chest. Yeah, I also upside down. Wrote it down on my iPad just to make sure I didn't forget. But I said oh, it dang, by memory. Yeah, there it I is right it there. By memory. There it is. Um, Good for you, dog. It only took 400 episodes. Yeah, uh, yeah go check out our friends over episodes. at Crypto 61. Comics. Um, 10 years worth of episodes. <laughs> let's roll that intro so we can talk about our next thing. You got anything, Brenda? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another week of 1900 Nerdy Talk. This week, the boys are talking about something, and I don't remember what it is, because not going to lie, I was only paying half the amount of attention because I want to give a genuine reaction to whatever we're talking about. So make sure you stay tuned and listen in as the boys talk all of your nerdiest, nerdiest needs right here on 1900 Nerdy Talk. I'm looking forward to that genuine reaction. (laughs) Oh, this is what happens. This is what happens. That crypto shout out came a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> early. Well, um, you know, it just felt right. earlier than it is. Speaking of crypto, um, Fanboy Expo is coming up in a, pretty soon. Uh, it's in July. What are the dates for that? 7th through the 9th. 7th mm. through the 9th. And our, our boys over at Crypto Comics are going to have their own booth, as they did the year before. Two of them. They're going to have two booths. Wow. Yeah. On the corner, man. Callous style solid. and another one. Let's go. And. We will be there uh, for sure at least one of those days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but hopefully two or three of those days, mm-hmm. depending on our work schedules and stuff. But uh, we will definitely be hanging around the crypto booth. I will say this if you do not like f- subscribe to the mailing list for Fanboy Expo, uh, especially the one in Knoxville, do that because they're constantly sending out 
emails about how you can get like early uh, spots for autographs. I've already got spots uh, for Kevin Smith. Yeah, lovely. Uh, as well as um, there's a lot of like uh, dude, there's a lot of names coming to this to this year's mm-hmm. Sasha Banks. But what's her actual name? Dagummit. Anyway. Two autographs already set up, so get in there and do that because I'm sure there'll be more. And they keep they just keep adding people. The list of celebrities that are supposed to be there this year are insane. If you like Star Wars, they're gonna be there. Tons of them. Giancarlo Esposito is supposed to be there. I'm so excited about if that. If you like Lord of the Rings, a large chunk of that cast is gonna be there. Dude, it's yeah. so crazy to me. Isn't Sean Austin gonna be there? Yeah, dude. I want to go get just. I want to get an autograph from Rudy for sure. Hey, Star Wars fans, we talk about him all the time. Sam Witwer, gonna be there. Man, there's Dude. so many like this. There's so many people on this list. Billy uh, Boyd, yes. Joey, Lauren Adams. Um, we have Sean Astin, Billy Boyd, uh, John Rice Davies, Davies, uh, Miranda Odo. Tons of wrestlers. Miranda. Bro. Miranda. Uh, there's a bunch of people here. Solid Baker, golly, yeah. There's a bunch of people. Um, Wayne Knight, that's interesting, dude. I wonder if Keith they will show hey, up again. Lee Majors, big dog. Lee Majors, true, yeah. You can keep scrolling through this. The dude, the kid from Shazam. Also, yeah, <laughs> what's crazy? Uh, to me Jack Dylan Grazer is Giancarlo Esposito is now known for Star Wars, but I'm like, he was also Gus in Breaking Bad. Yeah, I mean that's he's one of the baddest yeah. men on television. He, he's pretty phenomenal. Um, and he's in Far Cry. John um, Barrowman from uh, it plays in a lot of the CW shows. Yeah, there's quite a few CW people going to be here. Uh, anime people like the voice of Goku, Vegeta, oh. so a bunch of them are going to be here. But yeah, if you're in town that weekend, definitely. Uh, we went last. Me and Doctor J went last year. Uh, took my Sam oldest. Whitwer. Sam Whitwer. I, I will probably have to sneak away and. Yeah, good. dude, he's such a Star Wars fan too. That's what I love yeah, awesome. about him. Um, but yeah, dude, like if you guys are in town, go check that out. Look for us. Look for the two big booths for crypto. You'll probably see one of us hanging around there uh, with Rocky and the whole gang. He might. I think he might even bring Loki with him. Oh snap! By the way, Ooh. I think he was looking into that. So, Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Doctor J, hey, you finished <clears throat> Jedi Fallen Order. Survivor. But I have Survivor. finished Fallen Order. I've also I finished Fallen Order. Uh, Survivor recently. Just testing. But did you finish? You said Jedi that Survivor. several times. That I've yeah. corrected you each time to no acknowledgement. Listen, middle fielder. <laughs> <laughs> I acknowledged my mistake. So did I, kind of. When I realized that I was actually making one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I've finished. I'm right through. I'm going through my playthrough, my second playthrough now. Um, one of the things you can do once you finish the game is you unlock uh, Story Mode Plus, oh, and you can like restart the game with all of your perks and um, like all of your unlocks already done Ooh. with a couple like additional ones. So now I'm going through um, playing as I have a red lightsaber, and I'm playing as like a kind of. There's not a ton of role play that you can really do with this kind of game. A lot of the choices that you make, like they, they do give options. Still. Yeah, they do give you options for like. Oh, say this or say this. Right. They both have the same outcome. Spoiler alert. Um, I hate it whenever games do that. Yeah, I want to have consequences. That part's annoying. Um, but it's fun going and actually like murdering everything sure. with a red lightsaber now. That is pretty dope. Yeah. I'm about halfway through. 
Yeah. So we won't drop any heavy, heavy spoilers, but um, again, this game is beautiful. Yeah, it is. It is beautiful. And some of the things they've added to it, like uh, now there's five stances. We were talking about this. Mm-hmm. Because there's only two in the first game. Two and a half almost. The yeah, customization alone in this game, what they've done as far as being able to customize. I'd have Cal to imagine and, that the lightsaber customization is still as robust as before. Oh, it's, it's wild. But like even just the customization yeah. of Cal. Yeah. Like, like what you can do with him is pretty wild. But you get choices and um, like aesthetic choices. So you can change. A bunch of different outfit choices. Um, you can bring back his OG poncho. I was about to say, do we still have the poncho? Uh, yeah, bring you got the poncho. the poncho. You have to oh, unlock it by uh, fighting no. a specific boss. That's no way. I think tough. it's absolutely stupid. For the poncho? Like, it is now, so tough. It is, is this, stupid that you have to unlock it. Is oh, this really? the OG poncho? Why or would like, you, is it the only poncho available? It's the OG poncho. I'm going to say, why would you not but already you can have, have other ponchos? ponchos? No. This, so this is the only poncho option? Yes. Dude, the I poncho think. is iconic. Yeah, unless I'm mistaken and there's one that's just hidden. Because it is a huge game. Sure. So in the first game... But you don't um, get a default poncho. You do not get a default poncho. No. I wanted to this see how many times I could say poncho in a podcast. This is an older Cal Kestis, and he post poncho from the poncho. Post poncho. He has now has his Jedi Survivor attire. Um, but if you did pre-order the game, you do get a couple options. Premium you do get, poncho? <laughs> no. You get the ability to have the OG... Um, shoot, what's it called? The OG Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker lightsaber oh. a customiz- customization. It's called the Rebel. Um, you do get good thing I can't pre-order it anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think there's a DLC that you can. Ah, oh, that makes like, sense. That's the like same a, thing with like Hot a, Wars Legacy. Yeah, like, is um, there a Poncho DLC? <laughs> Bro. God, I hope so. Poncho. <laughs> there probably will be a mod sometime. Um, you can do. You can. It, they've incorporated. Um, it's called. They call it the Hermit, and it's uh, been or it's from the Obi Wan Kenobi, like his attire that he's wearing from the show, uh, where but or Ben Kenobi, like it's what he's wearing. He just in turned the, to the, an old man. Hermit. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hermit the Jedi. You get you get um, you get Luke Skywalker's. You dug um, deep for that one. I you did. did. Uh, you get Luke Skywalker's attire that you can change into like from all black attire? Uh, Revenge of the Sith, like his uh, Luke Skywalker uh, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, <laughs> the other one that starts with an R. Um, from the ending of that movie, or maybe it was the ending of A New Hope. I can't remember which one, but it's like his leather yellow jacket attire. Oh, okay, oh, I gotcha. you get one for Han Solo as well that oh. has like his attire from I can't remember if it's Return of the Jedi or A New but Hope. But you have or to unlock the. Freaking poncho! You unlock the poncho. You do have to unlock the poncho. That he actually wore. It was his it's poncho. A really sick boss fight, though. So I'll say that at least. So, I again, you've beat it. Yeah. You say the story's good. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Wow. I have enjoyed it's the story so far. And it's getting, especially the story is getting really good, like reviews and stuff, but. Um, I, I just, there's still certain things about it that drive me absolutely, the map drives me crazy. Fawn Order did the same thing for me. And like, it, this it's is slightly better than Fawn Order, but really not much. But not by much. It, it's like the different I, levels to the hollow map. I'm like, I don't know where I am. It like, doesn't help that I just got through playing uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Which the map is so easy to use. And yep. like, you it, just click where you want to go and then yeah and you hit a button and the little butterfly thing like yep. <laughs> or the book yeah. thing guides your path 
And then this is just not it. You're constantly clicking that map because there is so many different ways you can go. Yep. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I just accidentally ended up on somewhere and I'm like, well, this is pretty cool. And I just fought like this <laughs> rancor and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Great. Have you fought the rancor yet? Yeah, I have. And God, he is so hard to beat. He's not hard if you played on cinematic mode, which is what I did. Because <laughs> Wait, on story mode? Yeah. Because I was so angry. <laughs> I just I put it on story mode and I just slaughtered him and then I started it over and For slaughtered those who him again. Just like the story, that that Could is not me. Be me. I'm not as hard a gamer as you guys are. So like, well, I'll say this: for my first playthrough, I played on uh, Jedi Padawan, which is the second from the like easiest one because I if I'm playing through this the first time, like I want to actually be in like I don't want to sit here and fight the same boss 400 times. On my second playthrough, play I'm playing. Not the one that's uh, that's in between Jedi Knight and Grandmaster. I think yeah. it's Jedi Master or whatever. And God, it's so hard to beat. Like <laughs> I just spoiled. I, don't, I guess because I don't have that much time <laughs> with everything I got going on. You're playing the video game for the story. I'm playing it for the story, yeah, and, yeah, I, and I'm playing. I'm playing it through like in 45 minute increments over. You know. Yeah. Right. Where some of now. these bosses on the hard levels can take 45 yeah, minutes, like for yeah. the one encounter, and so. Like, the map still drives me crazy. Do they respawn the enemies, too, like, when you leave an yeah. area and then come back to if, it? If you rest, if in, you the, rest. in the thing, it does it respawns your enemies, which also drives me crazy. Honestly, I mean, that's, that's very much like a, a cue from, like, Dark Souls yeah. and different games like that. So it's yeah. like, but part still of the way that I play video games like this is, okay, have I found bad guys again yet? As soon as I find bad guys again, I'll know I'm going the right direction. Yeah. But every time I rest, they all come back. So I'm like, I've been here 17 times now. And and I've still found myself at a couple of places going, all right, what do I do? Like, yeah. And, yeah. And like, especially when you start having to deal with the orbs and put them in. I'm, and I'm, it, for a while, there was one room I just stood in, just, just spinning the camera around going, <laughs> There's got to be an orb. I, at one point, I'm just like grabbing with the force, just looking just for in something. every direction. Yeah, and then I accidentally grabbed an orb from another room. It just, I was like, ah, dude, there, there cue me playing Hogwarts Legacy and just spamming that like oh, Ravelli yeah. spell. Yeah, <laughs> I would uh, like we were talking baseball before. Yeah, and and I just like to point the fact the Cubs have just tied the game. <laughs> hey, watch out! All it takes is one inning. There it is. Uh, by the way, congratulations to your Celtics. Let's go, baby. Uh, I have nothing. Shouldn't, shouldn't have taken seven games. That I have it. nothing. It really should not have. Uh, as, as terrible as my team played. Listen, uh, I just love. I love how iconic it is that Tatum put up fifty-one against yeah. Embiid's fifteen. Same uh, numbers, different order, and then very what, different like result. What Embiid said after the game about well, we can't all do a scoring. Well, you didn't do the scoring, <laughs> right? You had fifteen points. Uh, They're just better a, than us. It's like definitely a, a LeBron thing to say on his part. So yeah, but anyway, back to nerdy things. Back to the good <laughs> graces of Tom Wendell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I but those two things aside, the, uh, still some of the fighting stuff just seems kind of glitchy. I mean, you have an effing lightsaber. And mm. I'm like in full swing, and I get attacked by a stormtrooper. And I'm going, yeah, it's so annoying. That part yeah, drives me it crazy. It definitely leans more towards how like the sequels have shown lightsabers, and not as much as how the prequels have shown lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Because in the prequels, if you swung a lightsaber, everything that was in the view of that lightsaber was gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But in the sequels, uh, I mean, you see like in the moments where um, Kylo Ren rages out, and he's like absolutely like tearing up a, a room with his lightsaber. A lot of those are just like slash marks. Like they're not gouging. They're, yeah, the yeah. room's still 
like fairly intact. Like it's got cuts everywhere, but it's not like a, a destroyed room. Whereas like if somebody did that in the prequels, like the entire building would have fallen on itself. The prequels are like Lego <laughs> Star Wars. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> is, is it Robot Chicken where uh, he walks it walks in? He's getting ready to fight Vader, and I think it was Obi Wan Old Man Kenobi, and he walks out there and. Vader ignites his lightsaber and Kenobi ignites his lightsaber, turns it upside down, and Vader's like, What are you doing? And he just and he drops, drops it. it. And it goes through <laughs> and just walks away. Hey, hey, what's what's going on? What's going on? It's like thirty seconds later. <laughs> the thing blows up. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely um that's something I, which I didn't hate because like while it's not super duper realistic, like there's you are really powerful in the game, especially yeah. on like the easier game modes and especially fighting like battle droids. Like you fight in the battle droids are fun. There's battle droids again. Oh yeah. yeah. They bring them back. Like um, the B ones and the B twos. As, yep. nice. as you grow Precisely. your force too, as you unlock the different levels of the force, like you can grab sometimes multiple people. And so you'll, you'll grab one guy and then you'll grab two more and just, just fantastic. So the battle droids are really good to let some anger out. Yeah. Just, just go ham. Mm. Especially oh. the B one battle droids, it's it's a nice callback to um, the Phantom Menace, yeah. where you see Qui Gon and Obi Wan like in one of the opening scenes, and there's a group of B one battle droids. They force push the battle droids, and then like all the droids like collapse. Yeah, they're just like, and they, they just they never do that ever again. Like you <laughs> right. see them in the Clone Wars, you see them. It's in such a big moment two too. In episode that. three, um, or even in the like later part of episode one, where they're like, oh. We have to fight these battle droids because they're so strong. But in like the first like opening five just minutes, push them. they just push them and they destroy. In um, a Jedi Survivor, almost said Fallen Order. Thanks, Joe. Uh, in Jedi Survivor, uh, if you force push the B one battle droids, they break. They break on, on like contact. It's so nice. So, what are you ranking this after finishing? I'm, I'm gonna save my ranking until later. But what do you like? I say ranking. Graded, one to ten. Um, like I would say that this is while there's still like areas that it could be improved. Like if I was going to give this a letter grade, I definitely wouldn't give it anything under a B. Um, depending on the day of the week, I think it would reach sometime around like A minus at the max. Um, be at the minimum somewhere in that range so i'd say like probably a nine out of ten as like my max score and then a lowest of like 8.5 i had a lot of fun playing the game i will say uh we talked about this a little bit beforehand what i've played with this so far is probably some of the only high republic stuff that i've enjoyed yeah is in this game they do high republic really well they do it yeah and just some of the characters just look cool and the names are cool very star warsy uh if you had to because we, we got some baka cup stuff we're going to do um is there potential for maybe a live action something something or a connection to what's going Give on me Cal in, in the series stuff assuming we get writers back in, in yeah. the next you know few months but stand with the writers so there's there are connections between this game and kenobi um in kenobi in like the the show that wasn't a great show they do talk about like the hidden path and you get aspects of that in the video game Um, i would love to see that kind of like branched out a bit it does explain why there's like by the time that ray comes along there's 
no Jedi or Luke for that matter. There's no Jedi around. Um, it does like add some nuggets of like where any of the like survivors ended up, which is at? a really like interesting where take. I don't think though? anybody's like kind of brought that up. One of the cool things is you can wield a lightsaber and a blaster as yep. one of your stances. And you can what? use both those. Yeah. You use the lightsaber almost in like a fencing style. Yeah. Dude, what an so, unrefined weapon. Yeah. And yeah, what a uncivilized weapon. An uncivilized <laughs> weapon. Um, yeah, they, they do have the five stances, which is like. So how do you guys sick. like, is it? Is it like a specific blaster that you can use, or like can you just pick up a weapon from an it's enemy? It's a specific and have... blaster that's given to you by one of the characters in the game. Interesting. So there, the five stances you have the single blade, yeah. which is just like your average, like uh-huh. not like jack of all trades type right. of weapon. You have dual wield now, where you can have you do a light. You can do two of the stances mm-hmm. at a time, which is what I use most mostly. Of the dual wield is fantastic. It's yeah. but like it's a glass cannon, so you do a d- bunch of damage, but it's you hard to defend got, anything. Yeah. Um, you have the double bladed, which is really fast but not very strong. You have the <laughs> take your questions. You <laughs> you have um, the cross guard that we were talking about, the Kylo Ren style, the High Republic style, yeah. um, which is obviously, I mean. That one's really fun. And then you have the blaster stance, which is the fifth one. It's kind of a fencing, really fast. You I have need to get this game. Range option. Super duper cool. So that's a thumbs up from Dr. J. There. I would, yeah. I, if you haven't played it yet, I think, like, go and play it. You'd really enjoy the game. I like it. Dude, that fade in had me feeling crazy for a second. I was like, I, I know. swear. This music already. You know what my favorite type of game is? What's that? A little throwback to the early days of Nerdy Talk. The early days. Last year. Well, we had the Baka Cup. That was pretty good. We stuck it in there. <clears throat> so, Who wants to kick us off? Well, you guys know how we do this. We reach inside the skull <laughs> of our favorite of Wooly Wookie. Bartholomew Chewbacca. It's his full name. And pull out some questions. Some from you listeners. Watchers, and some we just made up, and Dr. J so nicely typed them out on a piece of paper and cut them up. Yep. Yeah, I did. I say we start with the beast himself down there on the end. Oh, gosh. All right, well, who would you say is truly the smartest character in all of the MCU? Hmm. That's a toughie. So, I, this, I guess, this branches between the dead or alive. Yeah. Um, so, I would say that Iron Man is. In this conversation, for sure. Yeah, I figured out time travel. Yeah, Reed Richards is supposed to be the smartest. I I, I, I want to say that, but he's really dumb in <laughs> in Doctor Strange. Hey, Wanda, you want to know how to kill this guy? Listen, I'm going to give you the exact way that this man can murder you mm. after watching you bend all of reality. <laughs> I'm gonna say Loki. And then I know people really? get upset, but yeah. there's also Riri Williams in here now, too. I mean, if it's not Iron Man. Iron Man's my choice. Mm. If I can't say Iron Man. Loki's not smart. He's cunning. He's a tricky little guy. Some would say that what he's What defines intelligence? That's what I'm saying. He keeps surviving. Ain't gonna stop him. Sure he's on this list, too? Sure. I mean, Riri Williams. Yeah. We just learned how smart Rocket is. That's true. Dude, oh, dude. Okay. Yeah, that's my vote is Rocket. Rocket's a good one. He might be the smartest, but Rocket's I don't know. One. He's all, <laughs> he's really only like super smart in this past movie. 
I'm just saying. But it makes sense, though. Like, I, mean, I, I love, like... I mean, if we're talking MCU, it's got to be. I mean, it's got to be, be the Iron Man. He figured out time yeah. travel. I'm trying to think of somebody else who... I'm not talking I mean, about Banner. Marvel. Banner's... Yeah. Banner's up. I mean, there. he went and done turned himself into the Hulk. Yeah. That was True. an accident. But think about all the life lessons that he learned <laughs> from that one mistake. Like yoga <laughs> and meditation. Yeah. Uh, definitely not Cap. No. <laughs> Love him. Sorry, Tom. That was just no. <laughs> not the brightest bulb. Um, so um, I, I guess think She-Hulk's pretty smart. Mm. She's a lawyer. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to pass law school. Yep. Yeah, it's Iron that's, Man. Still, that's still such a disappointment. Uh, so Iron Man, yeah. I think so. Stark for MCU, yeah. Well, well. Say, if we branch into Marvel comics, it's definitely Reed Richards. Yeah, even sure. Spider Man. Yeah, like Spider Man's super smart. True that. It's very smart. My turn. Yep. Jay, what series or movie? Uh, what is one series or movie that got more hate than you feel like it deserved? Um. I mean, we've said this on the show before. I think Miss Marvel got a lot of hate where I thought it was a pretty enjoyable show. Um, do I think that the new like Marvels, the Marvels? are going to be good? Uh, no. But I think Miss Marvel was better than most people gave it credit for. I think <clears throat> I think the answer is probably Shang-Chi. Yeah, I, I, I was honestly, I was thinking about that. I don't like I've I think heard it deserved it. Whatever. What? <laughs> Dude, it was so good. Paid such a good amount, like the, the way sure it paid homage to like those like older Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon things, like yeah. it was good. And then it action sequences that. were good. Two thirds of the movie abandoned. In I, that. I I understand. I know they had to make it a Marvel movie. Like if somebody, but this is why I'm saying it, it <laughs> treated so me nice. That it doesn't deserve. If somebody treated me nice and bought me dinner, and it's then not a bad movie took a dump on my plate like I would have a bad night the rest okay, of the no, night here, that's all I can say here's the difference what Let's, happened was is they took you to a five star restaurant for appetizers and, and then they took you to McDonald's for the actual meal and dessert and, and the then, thing is the thing is no. is McDonald's isn't bad it's just predictable. No, that's the uh, uh, no, Here's it was objectively bad. So it's like if somebody took me to McDonald's, but then like took me out in the parking lot and then beat me up, <laughs> like that's it. Five star restaurant got beat up in the parking lot of McDonald's. I think, and the, because it's the parking lot of McDonald's, I probably have some infection or disease now. That seems slightly dramatic. I, I, I think it. You're slightly. You're, dramatic. you're speaking <laughs> like you're. From somebody who hurt you, yeah, <laughs> Shang Chi. And did. also, has anybody ever actually taken a dump on your table? Because I feel like if somebody has That's actually pooped on the table, I would then you would prefer that than differently. The two the two thirds of I think Shang-Chi. it's I think it's slightly closer to somebody took you out to dinner and then they ate like chili Fritos and farted and breathed in your face the whole time. I think it's probably a little bit closer. Or farted in my face and now I got pink eye. Okay. Hey, listen, that pink eye's no joke. That pink eye's yeah, made, that's what I'm saying. It's made its way around. Sweeping the nation. Church and school and everything else the last couple weeks. Uh, I, you know, I'm always going to say I'm going to lean toward the prequels. Yeah. Star Wars prequels. Yeah. Well, 100%. Uh, but, Brando, you got anything else? Um, I mean, Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> Order. Uh, the, listen, I'm the one that gives Order of the Phoenix all the hate. I know he did. <laughs> I hate that one so much. I don't know why. Um... Not, not anything off the top of my head. Camp Rock 2, maybe? <laughs> that movie sucks. <laughs> I didn't so even bad. know that movie so, so bad. bad. I didn't even know that was a movie. <laughs> Camp Rock. God. 
Listen, the scene in the first movie, whenever he he's showing them how to hold a microphone and dance, dude, most great, <laughs> one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever seen in my life. Or like when she's like, "Hey, why don't you tell everybody that your mom is the lunch lady, and that's the only way you can afford camp?" Listen, I once said a. I, want set up. I can't believe you've done this to me. You lied to me about your mom being the lunch lady? How could you? I thought you were different. I once sat at a family reunion and watched two distant family members explain to their kids why they, they couldn't date each other. And, <laughs> and, and, and that was not near as uncomfortable as I was watching the dance scene in Camp Rock. I would rather be a part of that conversation than watch Shang-Chi. That's so... Okay, that's just, we're moving on. Moving on. Uh, what is an underrated superpower? <laughs> Whatever superpower. Uh, what superpower does he have? <sighs> he has a great hairline. That, he, does. he does. Simu yeah. Liu is also great. True that. Yeah. Uh, underrated superpower. I mean, I mean, being rich is a pretty good superpower. <laughs> Yeah. Slightly underrated. I feel like nobody talks about reading minds, but man, that'd be that coming is, a, Nobody ever really talks handy. about that. I like I at the same time, like I'm not sure I, I need to have minds. absolute control over that. Because if yeah. it's one of those situations where it's just like I already have my own intrusive thoughts. I don't need other people intruding on my intrusive thoughts. Listen, shape shifting's yeah. a problem. Shape shifting, that's underrated. If I can shape shift, yeah. like if mystique, okay. if I'm mystique, can I, we talk about the morality of superpowers real quick? So, yeah. like, so here's the thing too: is be careful. Is reading somebody's mind wrong? Yes. Yeah. Is shape shifting wrong? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it like, like, does there need to be a set of rules? <laughs> Do we need the Sokovia Accords? But most, like, here's like superpowers is, exist. Most of those things are who's bad in, guy powers, except for mine Charles Xavier. It? I mean, who's enforcing it? The government, baby. We can trust that. <laughs> no, so here's something. You want another one? I was going to say something. We'll I don't remember what I was, was going to say. We'll do one more. What were we talking about? We were talking about underrated superpowers. I don't yeah. think this one's been done. Uh, this one hasn't. Yeah, shape-shifting. I don't think people really think about superpowers in the context of just, like, normal life. Imagine how much easier life would be if you could just shape-shift, like, at work. How and, does... like, like, if you don't like a coworker, just shape-shift into them. Screw everything up just royally. That's evil. And then, you know, you don't got to worry about that bad coworker. How does shape shifting work with clothes? Like, you see Mystique shape shift people's clothes. How does that work? Clothes, voice. Voice, too? Yeah. The whole works. Uh, See, Apologies Potion only does like aesthetics and and voice. What do they call it? Which makes sense. What's the word I'm looking for where you, uh, a teleportation, Nightcrawler? Listen. Love teleportation. Teleportation be now, sick. Here's That's the reason awesome. why I think it's Nobody not underrated. Nobody talks about it. No. Here's why I think it's not underrated. Rhett and Link actually put out <laughs> a new episode of Good Mythical Morning last week where they like uh, had to like sort out the rankings of uh, superpowers. Teleportation, number one ranked superpower that people want. Hmm. Really? Because imagine being able to go like this. Oh, man, my alarm just went off. I have to be at work in five minutes. I'm at work. You also... That's like, a great practical... That's, that's better, better than fantastic. Pra- yeah. Say yes. right now you were trying to attack me and that this is just what was happening. If I teleported with my hand like this, just six inches closer to you, your, your heart You're would dead. be gone. Yeah. You're done. That, that's zero effort on my end. Or to even just avoid it, just behind you. Yeah. When you go to punch me, just... <laughs> no, can't, can't punch me. What are you going to do? That. Punch me from behind? Idiot. Exactly. Enjoy that. Are we doing another one? Let's do one more. Let's All do right. one more. Yeah. Rando. Guess it's back to me, back around the horn. Yeah. Ooh, mountains or beach? I've lived very close to both, and 
the off season, I definitely enjoy the beach more. Hmm. Just because it's yeah. so accessible. You don't have to do anything when you're there. You can just sit around, whatever. But on the on season, it really sucks. And here's but here's the thing is like Pigeon Forge, there's never an off season there. It's always busy. Yeah. Because it's always a good time to visit the mountains. The beach really is like a summer destination for people. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to go to the beach whenever it's like sixty degrees outside. I do. I enjoy it. I love uh, it. Most people wouldn't want to go to the beach whenever it's like sixty degrees. That's fair. It's like too like they have to wear like I like pants or like long sleeves or something yeah, like that. Yeah, dude, it's the best and then, though. Then and it's also probably because there's no one there. But true. also usually like the sand's usually like harder packed because people haven't been there like kicking everything up. And so like you can just walk on it so much easier. Oh dude, I love it. It's my favorite. You can't really walk in the water because it's I don't like, care. freezing. I'm not trying it wasn't mountains of the water, it's mountains of the beach. I feel like the beach and water have to like kind of cool. I can see the water from the beach. I don't have to get in the water to enjoy it. I think that's part of the. Fun. I love the sound of the waves. Right. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, I'm a big mountains guy. I can tell. I like mean? mountains. <laughs> so something I did enjoy about no- living in North Carolina is I could be on the beach, drive for like four hours, and go snowboarding because yep. it also yeah. had the mountains. Um, but yeah, beach. Uh, Doctor J. Yeah, I'm mountains. definitely a, a mountains guy. What about you? I prefer the mountains because there's less people up there. Sure. Um, but you look I, like a mountain man. Too. I hate, yeah, I do. I, I, but I hate driving anywhere through the mountains. I love just it. Like, I love ripping up. I just mean like curves. if I'm, if I'm running late, yeah, like technically my cabin to work is only six miles, but it takes me an hour and a half to get there. <laughs> Cause I'm doing this the whole time. <laughs> that drives me crazy. Also, when you get behind that one person, it might be Jansen. But like that back strip that runs between Townsend and Gatlinburg, mm-hmm. and it's one lane, and it's I'm just trying to get to where I need to be, and you yeah. get that one person say, "Oh my gosh, look, let's take it's a oh. tree." No, I rip up the curves oh, there. Like man. I'm, I'm flying. Drives me crazy. What's your question? My also, question I hate is semis in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, those shouldn't. That is that is stressful. Um, what Star Wars character or actor had the best costume? Star Wars character or actor? Yes. Hmm. I would say, and I've thought this since I was a, a, a yee lad. Um, I think... A yee lad? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Why? Um, I think that Anakin from Ooh. Episode 3, Solid. Revenge of the Sith, was absolutely... The all black. Yes, the all black has like black, but like uh, like dark leather accents. Thought it was sick. He's like, yeah, this guy looks like a villain, but he also looks like a bad a. General Kenobi. General Kenobi from the Clone Wars. Wars. The armor, yeah, pretty dope. Great beard, great mullet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Um, definitely Cal Kestis from Fallen Order with his poncho yeah. that you have to f- unlock. Yeah. They hit the unlocking survivor because somehow he lost his poncho in the galaxy. He just grew out of make it. Make it make sense. Wow. Okay. Just throw stuff on the floor I'm sorry. there. I'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. I've got kids to pick it up. You're fine. Oh, great. Uh, what is your nerdy culture hot take? I've got two. Uh, number one, I think the Jedi outfits are stupid mm. uh, because they're knights. And they're dressed like monks. Yeah. It's a real dichotomy. Obviously, obviously, the (laughs) creator was not expecting everything to grow. But, like, here's the thing, though, is they should have been called Jedi monks from the beginning. 
because something. it's so much more or, of the or, role that they play. Or wizards or anything. I mean, sure. but like, they're not. They're called Jedi Knights. And There's they a knight. Is that indicative of armor? No, but it is indicative of royalty to some degree and a warrior to and some degree. And a time of day. And the problem is, is they wear the exact same outfits as the the farmers on Tatooine. <laughs> sure. So it'd be one thing if that was their uniform yeah. and the farmers wore different uniforms, but they don't. Luke Skywalker technically is dressing like a Jedi Knight in the very first New Hope. Or like, Jedi Master for that matter. Exactly. So, But if everybody dresses like that, how much does it matter? It matters a lot, to my point that I'm making. Well, they should be set I mean. apart and different. I'm just saying because we get Kenobi in armor. We do. Just yeah. randomly, we get Kenobi in armor, and it looks sick. Dope. And he's the only one. <laughs> but it's, it's only armor over his like hands and his knees and shins. It's fine. Okay. It's armor, though. It's, Still. It's yeah, but like, what does that do? Like it it's it's a <laughs> no, no, no. no it establishes Je- that he's a general. Jesse, you are <laughs> looking you are looking at this from a practical standpoint. Yeah. What is this armor doing? What Joe is saying is, what does it signify? You are a there's Jedi no, there's no there's no signif- like, so there's here's, here's, signifying like nothing signifying them being a Jedi. Here's my point. Here's my point. Special. Okay, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Don't, I'm sorry with the hand. I apologize. Yeah, I wanted for that. to. I almost forced I wanted, you. To, <laughs> I wanted um, to hold your hand there for a second. So Game of Thrones, like there's different insignia on on their armor that represents their status, right? And like. Even some of these guys who don't, who are not knights, but they're still a step up. They're noble to some degree because of what they're wearing. So, like, but it's gen- more of a, a, a sigma of their um, money. Sure, but it's it's dumb. Like in some of these movies and TV shows, when it comes to Star Wars and anime series, where they'll go, "Are you a Jedi Knight?" Like, he's dressed just like. Like D Wayne over here, who's getting groceries at the thing. Like, how did you know he was a Jedi Knight? Because they got a twelve-inch lightsaber. But, but like, Qui Gon's got his little. There. He's got his it's little him. Christmas sleeves all tucked in. And the lightsabers. Right, but the only way that Anakin knew that he was a Jedi is because he saw the lightsaber. Is this the topic that you're deciding to dig your heels on? <laughs> why is it the the Jedi pajamas is the one that you're like no? Like, why is it? <laughs> Here's the thing. But again, the Jedi pajamas supposed to be a have question. been consistent, and we've so not said it, that they're not. But the the, the question wait. is, what's a hot take? My hot take <laughs> is, is, I think it's stupid. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it makes sense for it makes sense for the I, the idealist of like sure. these are ideally what Jedi would be. Not that they are this in practicality, but it's like the whole giving up your your background, giving up everything, like a to, monk. I mean, yes, like a monk, but sure. as far as I don't think that knights, that Padawan to knight to master is nec- like is indicative of like I don't I wouldn't say that that relates to it should be Padawan monk master. I've been even though they're this both entire episode and it's just it just keeps coming out. I've been wondering which one of you two have it's been making me those sounds. I, I do apologize for the sounds on this mouth. Okay, so that's my hot take. My second hot take, really quick. <laughs> Is Nick Cage is a good ghostwriter? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Notice I didn't say the movie's good. I said Nick Cage is a good ghostwriter. Well, the best part about it is my brain heard Nick Fury first. <laughs> Same. Like, like, what was Nick Fury ever ghostwriter? Jason, I'll take. Um, I think the Jedi's outfits are are great and deserve no criticism. There's a lot of criticize about the prequels. 
I've never heard anybody criticize the outfits of the Jedi, and so my hot take is that Joe is a doo doo head. Oh, um, Brandon, your turn. Um, uh, um, that was your actual <laughs> hot take. My hot that is take not what I was expecting. Out of time. My hot take <laughs> is that uh, the name of the musical should have been Anthony Hamilton. Listen, I tried what, so hard not to break coming out of that. I tried so hard not to See, break coming out of that. You brought that out of him, so that's what you deserve. I'm having a response. great time. <laughs> oh, Tony Hamilton. <laughs> oh, Tony Hamilton. And if you're wondering who Tony Hamilton is, make sure you go back and listen to previous episodes of one Nerdy Talk, where the boys talk all of your dirtiest, nerdiest needs. Make sure you tune in next week as we keep all things nerdy going right here on one Nerdy Talk. And let us know what your opinion of the Jedi's Shut robes. Up. <laughs> okay, listen, listen. If they were called Jedi monks, we'd have no problem with the outfits. Literally, it's just one middle class that happens to be called Knight. That's also we. Listen, have they're tearing down the middle, middle class. They're getting rid of the middle <laughs> class. We're two thirds of what they're called between Padawan and Master. We don't even bring those up. We don't. Even though that's about more indicative of what their like position the, is. Like the, Sen- the, like the Jedi Sentinels. That's the yeah. thing. It, it, that is a thing. They mm-hmm. do wear armor. Yeah, they make sure you feel do. Better, guys. We ran out of theme song. But here's, <laughs> hey, big shout out to Dakota Cruz, by the way. The dude's a man. So here's the question, though: Should it be Padawan, Sentinel with no armor, Knight with the armor that the Sentinels wear, and then Master? Why would make Sentinel? Um, why would Sentinel be a part of it? Because it's already a part of it. But it's not a part of the Sentinel served a different purpose. Isn't that part of the progression to get to Master? Technically, no. Oh well. Padawans would then be knighted after they pass the trials. And then from night, they could be. They should be sworn up. into the brotherhood like a monk. I would like Sentinels to ex- protected the temple, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't do too good. No, did they? I would also like to expand my hot take. I also think that the uh, the rat tail is stupid as well. I agree with that. Yeah. I'm right there with yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> double the astro, <laughs> double the fun right here on Nerdy Talk. I'm going home. <laughs> uh,